Yo, 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 what's up everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie comic interview. It is your host, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our good friend, Matt McGrath of Idiot Error Issue number one and two. And speaking of idiot errors, like man, oh man, we are 25 minutes late and that is no thanks to uh, to me uh, because, or wait, thanks to me, it's, uh, I'm having another error. Uh, my microphone didn't want to work, so we spent 30 minutes trying to troubleshoot it, and we are instead using a additional microphone. So two microphones, one Cody. <laughs> Welcome, oh, Spider-Man on there. Oh yes, sir. So uh, we have Spider-Man and Wolverine. Oh, nice. This, yeah, this was before I used to uh, do comics, so I would actually. Uh, this was when I was just a, a live streamer, so this would be like in the camera, like, I, you know, it'd be like one of those like out of the, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I love Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Uh, do you get a chance to see uh, No Way Home? I take it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, uh, I loved it. A while ago, I, I um, I waited till it came out on, on like streaming or whatever. Oh yeah. So I didn't get to see it in theaters, but yeah, I finally got to watch it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. It Same with good. Batman. Just watched it like a couple of days ago because it's finally streaming. So how'd you feel about his Batman? You th- did you like his Batman or did you like? A lot of people liked his Bruce Wayne better than the Batman. Really? Because <clears throat> Bruce Wayne was barely in it. It's like the, probably the most Batman we've ever had in a Batman movie. So I, I yeah, I, I really liked his. Uh, I think it was uh, most of the, uh, the most detective side we've seen too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I like I liked it a lot. I liked it. He was a very different Batman. He's a very introverted, kind of. I don't know. A little more not shy, not the Playboy uh, that we're yeah, used to. Like, yeah, yeah. He's not the growly kind of. He's still a badass, but like not as like scary i guess <laughs> no christian bale or ben affleck did it yo we have uh a ness in the chat two mics one cody hello and blinks aimbat in the chat as well saying they don't write like robert pattison but they love the movie hey uh we appreciate you guys stopping in i'm so sorry about being late but before we get off too on uh, off tangent we're here to break down matt's newest comic um it looks so beautiful idiot error uh issues one and two um Man, I, I, I just, I've been really excited about this. This is my 50th interview, and it's one of those things, like, I, I love this book so much. Um, when uh, my microphone did start working, I was like, there's no way I'm letting this interview slip away. I was like, come hell or high water. Matt, he's like, he's like, you care if I do some laundry? I'm like, please do so. And I'm like running upstairs, like hoping my knees don't give out on me, looking for like a PlayStation 3 cable. <laughs> this is actually, I'm getting ready to ship this uh, microphone off to Blink, so that was funny. Um, <laughs> What's with Blink? Like you send it off and they'll give you money back for it? Oh uh, well, so Blink's is uh, I do uh, a lot of content creation over on Twitch, and uh, he's one of my like one of my in real life friends, but he he does Twitch streaming as well. So like I said, I just got this microphone. This was my backup one, um, but it's good. I did it's good. I didn't send it off too too early because we would have been SOL here. Yeah, saved our butts today. So Matt, you uh, you said you've been creating comics for about five years now. Um, yeah. So what type, you said you, you, you dove into some anthology. So what type of anthologies did you start creating before you dove into Idiot Error? Hmm, I got them right here, actually. I'm right by my desk. Uh, yeah, so, see, I did one called Gothic Tales of Haunted Futures, which was, a, it's like a, a sci-fi versions of a gothic romance. So I did one in there. Did this one, it's a Jacqueline Hyde anthology. Oh, that's so cool. cool. Yeah, it's double-sided, so... One side is all about Hyde, and then the other side is all about Dr. Jackal. So, yeah, kind of a neat gimmick. So, what uh, what, what what story did you put in there? Like uh, the Jackal or the Hyde? I did uh, the uh, Hyde. Okay. Hyde to the bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's the evil dude. Yeah, yeah. I did a like an odd couple type thing of 
uh, Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde kind of roommates, and um, yeah, it's kind of dumb and silly, but like Hyde is the kind of very neat and orderly one, and Jackal is the kind of slob in it, and it's just like... Yeah, no, no, I got you, I got you. Uh, then I did this one, uh, called Into Being. It's a, a zine for the 200th anniversary of uh, Frankenstein from a few years ago. So, yeah. And then there are a couple others here and there, but I don't have copies of those yet. No, that that's cool. That's cool. So uh, those anthologies were a nice little way for you to, to break in. Which one was uh, your favorite, would you say? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Maybe probably this one. Uh, yeah, probably probably this one. I I really like the story in it. Uh, I worked with an artist called John Berg. He's also from Toronto, and you can kind of see his style here. Like it's really cool. Oh yeah, very cartoony, uh, very like clean, crisp lines, and yeah, I, I think it really turned out really well. And again, it's another kind of dumb, dumb little gaggy thing where it's uh, told from the perspective of. Dr. Frankenstein's downstairs neighbor during the creation of the monster. <laughs> I see you probably wondering what's going on half the time. Yeah, he's like down from his ceiling. He's like, what's up? <laughs> he's seen like all these bodies being dragged into uh, Frankenstein's house and he assumes he's like out partying all night and letting his drunk friends stay over or something. That's awesome. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So how did that oh, go on? Now that I'm thinking about it, um, stories from, I can't remember, I think at least this one is going to be in the comics bundle on the ID10T error uh, Kickstarter campaign if you pledge above a certain level, so okay. uh, yeah, you can check that one out if you, if you back one of the higher tiers. No, that's awesome, that's awesome. So, speaking of that, how did you get into Idiot Error? It's, I, I, I love everything about it, the concept of it, the art, the name. Um, the name was really interesting, too. Uh, I actually thought, like, and I think uh, um, um, our good friend Stokes was kind of along the same er- uh, the same mindset. Like, Idiot Error was, like, kind of like you being an idiot, like, operating it or, or something along those lines. Um, but you said there's actually, like, more of, like, a, uh, a funnier meaning behind it, right? Yeah, I, I think it's a... Like, I have such hard time with titles. It's the last thing I do when I write something. I really hate coming up with titles. So for this one, I was just, like, browsing online, just trying to get some inspiration, and for whatever reason, that came up. And, yeah, it's an inside joke with, um, I guess, computer programmers or IT people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, maybe they'll get a request from a coworker, and they're... No complaining that their computer won't turn on and you know it's because it's not plugged in so to kind of like mess with the people they'd be like oh yeah that's an id 10 error don't, don't worry we can fix that blah 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 so yeah just kind of a inside joke with programmers it people just to kind of poke fun at the, the dummies out there that don't know how to operate their computer oh my god that was me this morning like that was me this morning <laughs> so this is about a uh, lonely and disgruntled man who creates the world's most advanced artificially intelligent robot uh just so he could torture it and kill it uh, wow i mean what is the, what's the premise behind that what's what's going on uh with bradley why is he so uh keen on torturing and killing this ai uh, I don't know. Like, take take it. Let's take it back ten minutes ago uh, when you were trying to get your mic. <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you? Yes, I was like, if if I didn't invest so much money into it, I would have put this thing through the wall. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of where Bradley's coming from. But you know, um, normal people like us will 
we'll, we'll, we'll find solutions like we did today. We, 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 we found another mic and kind of worked through it. And or we'll get over those frustrations. But for whatever reason, something happened to Bradley where he could not let go of that anger towards his, his piece of equipment. So he took it to the most extreme, um, extreme reaction possible. And then, and then from there went even more extreme to having to create something out of, to not to go into any spoilers, but creating something out of a piece of technology just so he can get his revenge against it. So did you have any sort of like programming or IT like knowledge going into this? Like any sort of like knowledge what it took to create this? <laughs> so what drove you to, to, to write something along this nature? I mean, it, it seemed like with the anthologies, you kind of had like a, a knack for writing like you know, like more like horror type, you know, like with maybe not like with the stories, but like the premise, like Frankenstein, uh, ha- uh, Dr. Hyde and Jackal, like the kind of that theme. Uh, and then to go for like an AI uh, just kind of seems, you know, a little bit out of left field. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I've always, I've always really liked sci-fi throughout my whole life. Like mm-hmm. I kind of cite uh, The Fly as a little bit of an influence on ID10 here, or Idiot Air. Um, uh yeah just kind of just the idea of it like getting your frustrations against technology just kind of lent itself to that ai aspect of it so um yeah i I can't really remember i have a really bad memory for these things i don't know exactly (laughs) where these ideas come from but they come from somewhere we have a a ness over on youtube saying the true uh id 10t error uh was the friends we made along the way (laughs) i'll tell no i i this is an enemy right now. Like the fact that I have to hold a whole other mic stand as my arm. Like no, we're we're over this microphone today. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, like I, I've posted. Uh, I've got kind of gotten some bad reactions, to be honest, about the premise. Like I really? posted it on yeah Reddit yesterday, and people are like, "Ooh, I don't like this concept." It immediately turns me off. What do you think was uh, causing that? Maybe because the the AI is like human life do you think maybe they're yeah 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 i i know like one i sent out a review copy to one podcaster and uh, i was just kind of surprised because like he came back to me and he's like i really don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> i really i feel really am i a sick person for liking it or something like <laughs> I, I, I feel like i'm a sick person for for writing it like stop making matt feel this way guys like <laughs> he's a good person i know the Bradley's the bad guy. He's the villain. We're supposed to be rooting for the uh, the AI, and yeah. So, so Bradley's the the antagonist of the story. Like, uh, he's actually like the bad guy and the bad guy, bad guy. Yeah, he he's not a good person. Yeah, he is a bad bad person. He, was, he he creates life just to kill it. So was it was it hard like writing this concept? This seems like such like an intricate like idea like to write like someone like Bradley as the antagonist with the AI like as the protagonist uh, or excuse me. Bradley, the antagonist, and the uh, AI as the protagonist. Like, was that like a difficult challenge for you? Um, no, not really. No, no. Bradley was always like meant to be my villain of the story, and mm-hmm. the AI was the the underdog, the very affable AI who is just trying to make sense of its, you know, first being brought into life so suddenly and to be immediately put in this mortal danger. So, um, yeah, the first issue is all about the AI trying to just survive. That's its only objective. And for issue two, now that, like, it's 
not to go into spoilers, but it escapes, it gets out, it escapes Bradley's clutches. Mm -hmm. So now, now that it's not, life is not immediately in danger, now it's starting to think about like, you know, who am I? Uh, what am I? What's my identity? Like, I'm, am I really just this creature created by a madman just to be immediately disposed of? Or can I be something more than that? So yeah, for, for issue two, and then the next issue, we're going to be going delving deeper into, you know, questions of identity and, you know, things like that. What was that? Like, what was your purpose for this, though? AI, like, really isn't supposed to have emotion. And I, I remember one panel in particular, uh, uh, it was getting stabbed, it was saying, ouch. And I, I remember just thinking, like, you know, this this was really, like, it seemed like there was a, like, I, I don't know, is there any sort of, like, connection between maybe, like, you and the, and the robot or something? Like, you know, some sort of, like, connection, like, where, where you're trying to, like, I, maybe tell a little bit of a story. Like, because the robot just seems like really deep to me you know what i mean it seems like there's a lot of potential for for connection there yeah you know maybe it might maybe it is like a self-insert character a little bit the, the, the ai is very kind of affable and soft-spoken uh riddled with anxiety and self-doubt so uh yeah that sounds familiar because i mean like the consciousness of it just uh, like you know and 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 you know the writer of course your interpretation of it you know that's that's whatever you write is what you write but like uh, just the fact that it had emotion, like a, a consciousness, like it, it just really spoke to me. You know what I mean? And maybe that's what other people had a hard time, like, gr you know, like clinging on to. But like for me, like it makes it dive even deeper because robots aren't supposed to have this human aspect to it. But I think the way you created this AI, like made it even more. I like it even more because of that, you know, because it has those emotions, because it has that, it has that thinking capability when, you know, typically robots don't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it depends on your robot, I guess. I guess they're robots in certain media. I'm thinking like Blade Runner, even though they're not really robots, but they're replicants, they're artificially made humans, and, you know, they lack empathy, but they uh, they still have the ability to, like, feel and appreciate life and uh, the the the, um, the will to live, as, as we see in Roy Batty. So, um, yeah, I think there are examples in there of robots with that you know you're right you're right I, I don't know i didn't i don't know why i didn't even think of blade runner we have a blink saying the idea behind this reminds him of the robots from portal and he loves it yeah yeah uh yeah i'm pretty sure he's talking about the one on xbox 360 but he could be talking about something else too uh, I'm, I'm sure there's tons of different portals out there but blade runner so that that's that's interesting the more i think about blade runner this kind of does click in that in that sense um yeah uh which one did you like did you like the first or the second one better uh well, i don't know um they're both so different they're both so good i, I like i can't yeah did you know in that in that scene in the first one um the uh, actor uh actress i think actually uh when uh, she smashes a, a window with her elbow and she actually like chips her elbow on it so like when she acts like it it's painful that was actually like her like being in pain it was a I really like that. Uh, Blade Runner, I, I love the Blade Runner series. Um, so in the first one, uh, we have Bradley uh, creating uh, the AI. Um, and then kind of what, what uh, set the picture for two? So what happens in issue one that brings us to issue two? So without going into a lot of spoilers, um, the, the, our AI comes out on top at the end of issue one. So Bradley is defeated. The AI escapes. Uh, and it's off into the streets of Toronto to kind of 
I don't know, find a way, find some place where it can belong. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, immediately after Bradley wakes up and he realizes his uh, creation has escaped, so um, there's there's the the want to you know go out and finish his vendetta, finish what he started, and kill it. But there's also a secret about the AI that um, that if it gets out and you know into the wrong hands of the wrong people, he, he could really be screwed over. So there's a there's a self preservation uh, part to it for Bradley now. Mm -hmm. um, it's all part of his survival. So yeah, that's his mission. Yeah. Uh, he's got to destroy it. The to just get his revenge and also to, you know, not get into deep trouble. You know, I, yeah, I, you know, I'm not trying to venture too deep into spoiler, but I'm wondering, like, just like the, like, would you, like, would that be something you could get, like, in current days? Like, if you had, like, an AI that had, like, a, a consciousness, like, you know what I mean? Like, the gray, you know, because I'm sure, like, you ever play, well, you said uh, you don't get a chance to play a lot of games, but Detroit become human. So Detroit Become Human is basically like this concept, like where the androids like ha they they get freedom, they break away and everything, and then you know they want uh it, they really bleed into like the the robots' rights. So like it's like robots want rights, but humans like are enslaving them, and it like follows that like uh, timeline. But kind of gives me uh this vibe too. I, I really I really I'm digging this, dude. It, like it sounds like things are gonna get really crazy. I'm excited to dive into Burpo too. Burpo is so adorable. writer and co-creator of ID Tenti Error, a revenge horror comedy about a man who builds a sentient AI robot in his basement just so he can torture and kill it. <laughs> now, you're probably wondering why I'm tied up here. Well, as a writer, I'm dedicated to researching my stories and I strive to put myself in my character's shoes. So, that's what I'm doing as I write ID Tenti Error, issue two. That's right, Bradley and his AI are back. Issue 1 is about Bradley's AI doing everything it can to survive and escape its insane creator. Yes. While Bradley tries to carry out his mysterious vendetta and destroy his greatest mm -hmm. creation. ID10T Air Issue 2 picks up moments after the end of the first issue. Bradley has failed, and his creation has outwitted him and escaped into the streets of Toronto. But the AI contains a secret within its coding that if it gets into the wrong hands, could destroy Bradley's life. Meanwhile, the AI hatches a plan to save themselves in the lives of their friend Burpo by uploading their consciousness into the virtual reality amusement park of Burpo Land, where Bradley won't be able to reach or hurt them. That is, if he doesn't hunt them down first. We're launching this Kickstarter to fund a print run for issue 1 and the production and printing of issue 2. And we have some great rewards too. You'll be able to purchase digital and print copies of issues 1 and 2, and we're also offering a print by artist Kay Baird. <laughs> but that's not all. We've also got some... Dr. Quirino here. I'm one of the artists and co-creator of IDTN Network. So unfortunately, Matt wasn't available to finish this video. So I'm here to tell you more about the rewards we have for backers.
I will be providing some really cool art here for backers. I can draw you into the comics as a minor character. Uh, we also have some pages I drew for uh, ID10 error issue 1. And we also will have like a limited number of commissions that I will do in pen and ink on A4 paper. So we need to raise 7800 to finish issue 2, print issue 1 and 2, and also to cover all the shipping costs and Kickstarter fees. So we hope you will back this project and help us to complete our bizarre masterpiece. Who? Who's there? What are you... What are you gonna do to me? No! Where'd the robot go? Yeah, well, can you still hear me? Come on! Uh, I, I didn't actually create, like, this part of it. His name is Jordan Kroger, I think. Um, he created, like, the little animatic trailer. Anas, you literally are a saving grace. Thank you. I have a brand new screen. Had another idiot error, you could say. And I had to add my audio input. So thank you so much for saving, single-handedly saving the interview, Anas. Uh, so, <clears throat> let me re-ask that. Um, I, um... We were talking about how the, the project's at 58% uh, of its uh, funding, uh, 3,399 of 5,810, um, and we were talking about just the amount of uh, backers. Um, but I did ask Matt how he felt about um, where he was, because you know he has four days to go, and it can be kind of defeating to be on this hump right now. So um, that's kind of where we were at. So Matt, um, yeah, sorry about that. How, how, how are you feeling? How are you dealing with that? You know, How are you trying to work through it? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, my emotions are very up and down. Uh, yesterday, last night, I was feeling really down. This morning, I'm feeling better. Like, uh, yeah, it's it, it's totally a roller coaster. Like, um, it goes really slow, and you know, you're not getting enough backers one day, and you're feeling really bad. But then, then somebody will tweet out and be like, "Hey, check out this project. It's so good." And you know, being on the podcast today, and you're saying a whole bunch of nice things. Then all are you serious? Man, like I like I'm I, this whole entire time I'm like dude like I feel so bad like because like if anyone knows me like I hold this brand to like such a like high pedestal uh, that like this I mean I was like thinking of like the apology tweet I was gonna do after this like like where I'm like I'm so sorry for being such a bad host no no I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy inside see seeing you excited about it no I, I love this I love it man I for real I love the concept of it I, I loved seeing uh, the AI do you have a name for the AI uh, not really. Uh, I think an issue two will establish its name, and it'll just be the ID ten T. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or the ID ten. I can't. Remember. Yeah, I think it's ID ten. We refer to it in issue two. Um, yeah, you know, if, uh, people are upping their pledges, which is really nice. Like you did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I. You know. I. I. I there's nothing wrong with the digital, but I love the digital. I. There's like. I love the physical so much, and then uh, the prints too. Uh, you get the prints with the physical too, right? Yeah, if you buy, uh, if you get both, yeah, get issue one and two, you'll get a free print by K Bear. And the print looks so good. The print is fire. Yeah. I love the print so much. Yeah, it's super cool. So, um, real quick, I'm on the screen. I think. Do you want me to just take the wheel, or do you want me to give you the wheel back? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, give me the wheel back. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me know. Boom. Okay, there we go. 
You see it okay? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, okay, here it is in Canadian dollars, so 4,387. Man, you better put that back on American. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel worse just being an American, like, oh, 3,000, um, ba -ba -bum -bum. yeah, what, what do we want to look at? Uh, Here's look, look. the cover for issue two. So the the character the character kind of looks like you with like more of a rugged beard. Yeah, totally. I, I love it. I love it. We uh, I can never remember the actor's name who was he was originally based off of. Um, Fleabag season Fleabag uh, the 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 jerk brother in law. Uh, does anybody know his name? Uh, or he was also in Stranger Things. He plays like the conspiracy theorist. Dude, oh, that's like right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I can't think of it. Oh, me either. People remind it several times. Uh, anyways, yeah, he, he was supposed to be originally that guy, but then once we started drawing the issue, it, it kind of turned into me, which is just fine. I, I, I don't say it personally. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, here's Burpo. He's kind of our mascot of the campaign. And uh, maybe I'll just scroll down to some preview pages. So, yeah, this picks up right after oh uh brett uh gelman brett brett gelman gelman yes the pronunciations are not my strong suit <laughs> yeah 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 so he was totally uh brett gelman but then turned into me uh here is actually otavio so he he's the artist so he he's a little bit of a character in the that story is so cool too yeah and, um maybe they'll try and fit me into issue two somewhere too other than just me looking like Bradley. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Atavio does this cool thing that you don't really see a lot in kind of Western comics where, you know, suddenly Bradley will... People are looking very normal and humanish, but then suddenly, like, you know, Bradley's emotions, he'll go all bug-eyed, mm -hmm. turns, like, into a little cartoon character here. Um, it's just very over-the-top. Um, yeah. Uh, and then it, it takes place in Toronto. Uh, so we're going to get uh, a lot of Toronto in issue two. Uh, Ooh, I love that ass kickers. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. So what's that QR code? Is that Does that take you anywhere? No, it's a plot point. I got um, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you don't know, but like the, the, the AI is kind of like view kind of picks up on the VR code and then the little billboard up here comes alive. And That's so cool. Commercial. So this is kind of the, this section doesn't have lettering yet, but it's kind of the call to adventure. So mm -hmm. the AI gets the idea of, you know, it can upload its consciousness into Burpo Land, which is this kind of amusement park um VR amusement park type of thing. And that's where they're trying to get, they're trying to go to get away from them. Yeah, so upload their consciousness into this kind of, I don't know, heaven, basically. And they'll they'll be in a spot where Bradley can't ever get to them. So that that is their mission. And um, yeah, the, we'll, we'll see if they actually make it or if Bradley will get them before they get the chance to get there. And... So let me take a stab at uh, Burpo's origin. Was he like a, like, like a, like a doll from the uh, amusement park that Bradley first like started taking his anger out on? Yeah, you're kind of close. Like, um, so the idea behind them is he's kind of the Bradley's first foray into creating an AI. It's his kind of proof of concept. So he created a very rudimentary AI out of this like childhood toy, kind of like a Furby or something like that. So, uh, God, those it, things are horrifying. 
Yeah, so it, it can't really talk per se. It can just do its pre-recorded whatever mm -hmm. things that it came with. But you know, it's kind of aware of its surroundings. It's able to interact with the characters. In the first issue, it kind of helps out the AI escape. Um, so uh, yeah, so he, he's kind of like the Igor to Bradley's Doctor Frankenstein. Okay. The name Burpo came from. I, I used to work in a bookstore, and I was, you know, my job was like stocking the shelves, and in the religious section. There was a book called like uh, Heaven is for Real or something. It was like a, a heaven tourism book, Christian thing. And the author was Todd Burpo. And I just thought that name was really funny. It just amused me to no end. So I wanted to use it somewhere. So And what an awesome like tribute like to, to something <laughs> that you used to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, here and then, you know, get the scene where the, he actually finds the AI, spots him, and then runs him over. Boom. And uh, yeah, that that's the the cover, right? Yeah. That's so awesome. I love it. I love it. Here's some stuff from issue one. Um, yeah. This is my favorite page of the whole of the whole two issues. I really love this page. You got that little Dutch angle here. You kind of have that kind of fishbowl perspective. So it's uh anything else that you you love about it? Like uh like was it maybe your favorite to write or just favorite design overall? Favorite design, yeah. I kind of, I really like this moment where the AI kind of realizes it's, it's screwed when nobody's going to come and help it, mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of gets the idea of to to escape in a kind of very gruesome way of like pulling out its hand and getting its hand all messed up. And yeah, yeah. Pulling out the knife, and then it's let's go. Oh no! And then this is our first introduction to Burpo. Uh, yeah. I love it. He holds the knife above his head. He's like, Burbo! <laughs> so uh, what inspired you for the designs of these two? Um, uh, Burpo, yeah. I just told Otavio, like, it's a very old uh, Furby. Sorry, I'm just going to check my phone. Yeah, it's a very, like, old Furby childhood toy that mm -hmm. Bradley kind of modded to make it, um, you know, turn into an AI. So it's probably, like, it's really messed up. Like, he's taken off like its face to kind of like go into its wiring and re rewire it or rework it it's so still it's, cute though it's still cute <laughs> but a little you know first time you see it it's super creepy so it has the capability of looking adorable but also very creepy mm -hmm. uh, and then the ai um yeah i it was kind of based off a little bit like uh the, the boston dynamics robot so that is like its skeleton and then you know we, we figure like bradley added a bunch of stuff to it like this kind of mask that it has is like you know those generic um masks you'd see at a halloween store that's just like the blank face it's just like that plus like um some googly eyes inserted i really like the yeah the teeth the teeth like really add like a horrifying like nature to it almost uh you can't really see it here but i think um lower part of him is this kind of like crotch area his waist is supposed to be like part of a stormtrooper costume uh he's wearing sneakers which you can't really see he's kind of got gloves on and yeah just it's just supposed to look like crap you'd find around your house or maybe in a dumpster or a, in like a i don't know uh, a junk shop or something stuff that mm -hmm. he could just very cheaply get and use to create his robot so it's kind of a frankenstein feel to it Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's the printer you're talking about with 
by Kay Baird. Gorgeous. Uh, she is a colorist and she's also uh, an amazing illustrator, as we can see. I love the body parts like hanging in the background too. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, so comic bundle, like I said, you can get uh, print copies of. Uh, you can't see, you can't see me right now, but you can get copies of Cage and Flesh that I showed in Gothic Tales: Haunted Future. So I got a bunch of those left over. So you can uh, you can get that. You'll also get issues one and two of ID Ten T Air plus a digital pack of other shorts I've done over over the years. Um, uh, you, you you can get drawn into the comics. So a, a person that had pledged at that level actually dropped out um, yesterday. So it, it, they were sold out at one point, but now now one slot has opened up. So if you want to be drawn into the comic, and you can actually appear as a character in the comic, so you'll you'll have lines, you'll have a role, you'll have a part of the. So not just not just like a, a background character. You're actually going to be having some lines of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be in the comic. Uh, we got original art too, so we have a ten pages left from issue one. Um, they are drawn on A4 paper by Tavio, and they look really super cool. Uh, oh, yeah, so we have a few of those left. You can also get a commission. So here's an example that Tavio did, Captain America. Uh, you can get a, a so a commission by him. I think there are three slots of those. Or if you really want to help us out. You can get both, so you can get uh, an original page, and you can get a commission too. So there are two of those left. No, that's really cool. And he's a really good artist too. I really like his attention to detail. His, his pencils look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 dude. That Captain America looked amazing. Yeah, and I, I mean the, the the original page is one twenty Canadian. Plus, you're also getting issues one and two for that. Shipping's ten bucks Canadian. Uh, you're also getting you know four digital comics. So you're really not paying too much extra for the original art. Like, that's outstanding. It's like 80 bucks, yeah, I think. Yeah. 80 bucks Canadian for the original art. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... That's it. Then, um... Yeah, like I said, we got this, this sad little number up here. This 58% funded. Just four days to go. So, uh, I'm, I'm hanging all my hopes and dreams off of that that uh that 48 hour bump i got gotcha. you but you know if we can get if we can get there before that oh that would make me so happy so would... what a perfect transition with that being said for anyone that's watching that is on the fence about backing or kind of just like like kind of just on that teetering uh teetering side of things what would you like to say to them to them directly to kind of help push them over that edge uh, um, I don't know. I gotta preserve my <laughs> my self respect here, not just bag this shit. Bag. <laughs> um, like why? Why? Why should they back it? Why should he back it? Um, uh, okay. I think it's a really good story. Um, you know, it, it's very dark. Uh, as we talked about, it's about a guy who creates a life just to kill it. But mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, it's uh, it, it's a positive story. It's uplifting. Um, it's a story where good triumphs over evil. Um, so Bradley is our villain of the story, and and you know he, he without spoiling it anything, he 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 is not he does not win. He he, he gets his just rewards, uh, and he gets put in his place for that's good his evil ways. Um, uh, yeah, it like a I think it looks really cool. It's not your typical comic. It's it's uh, A4 size, so. There you go. Oh, 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 oh. Here's your typical size comic, and here's mine. So, you 
them side by side you get this big oversized kind of cool book what drove you to want to make it bigger uh just poor planning <laughs> originally this was supposed to be a digital only book and uh tavio drew it in a4 paper and you know we're, we, we weren't thinking about printing it at the time so yeah. we just it was a4 like the the better medium for digital no, it's just the paper that you drew on. I got you, I got you. Like I said, poor planning. But, excuse me, I think it worked out well because it looks really cool. The, the oversized format looks. No, I, 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 yeah, I love it. I think it looks really cool. Um, guys, for anyone that's that's watching right here is uh, the link. How much is the uh, just the back it digitally? Um, it, it, you can get it issue one or two like individually for uh, $7 Canadian. So that's like five bucks. Well, uh, what about for the bundle for both? Bundle is 14 bucks. So 14 bucks, 14 bucks. Whoever gets the digital bundle, if you get it and you uh, let me know from this, I will PayPal you the rest to make it physical. Uh, let's make that happen. At least get another $40 back. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, I'll put that on the rest of the day. So we'll throw that out on Twitter. So wh whoever does the digital backing, I'll, I'll throw an extra 14 to make it physical because I believe in this. I want to see you fund. I love this, dude. I love, I, I think this is such an interesting concept and uh, I, I need to see issue number three. I need to see Bradley get his because you wrote him like, so, you know, you wrote him to where you want to see him get caught. Yeah. And issue three is probably where the story is going to end. Um, yeah. And it, it, it ends in a very, I'm, I'm really excited about the ending. It's, Okay, okay. I, I think we have some potential to see Bradley kind of get some of his own uh, medicine. You see Bradley definitely get his own medicine, and you see uh, a very nice ending for the heroes of our story, the Burpo and the AI. And yeah, that's that's really what matters. Burpo's so cute, man. Burpo, Burpo, we, 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 we stay in Burpo. So <laughs> with that being said, let's uh, begin wrapping things up. Um, Man, first and foremost, my apologies for such a crappy start, but we had such an amazing interview and such an amazing finish, so I appreciate you uh, sticking on with me while I troubleshoot. Um, now, with that being said, for anyone watching, I do like making these a little bit of like a learning tool. Um, so for anyone out there that's kind of just like struggling to get started with, with their with their comic or with their anthology, what would you say to them, you know, to kind of help push them through that barrier? Because, you know, sometimes that can be hard just to get started. So like what I guess worked best for you to like get started on this? Uh, da, 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 uh, I don't know. I think um, just being as involved in the indie comics community as possible, like it's really big and supportive out there on twitter so you know get talking to people uh push other people's back kickstarters if mm -hmm. you can back other people's kickstarters if you can't you know be cheerleaders for them especially the projects like you really believe in um and you know that'll all it'll be it'll be paid forward back to you so you know you you show love to other people you'll get that love in return when when you need it so do a lot of that that's probably my my, my biggest saving grace uh, in terms of like getting as far as I did and mm -hmm. in terms of not feeling really bad about myself and being all sulky and feeling <laughs> sorry for myself, you know, hearing, seeing people that like, you know, that are, I didn't know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, be so passionate about this book that I'm creating is very uplifting. So yeah, get, get involved in, in, in your community. Um, in terms of staying okay, K in the last stretch. I don't know. I, I, I need to. He's like, I'm still learning that. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I'm still remaining hopeful. 
um, I'm, I'm a, I am an eternal optimist, so it's a long way to go, but I've seen, you know, Kickstarters in that last 48 hours pull off miracles and, yeah. you know, get 2,000 bucks in, like, the last 24 hours, so... The last day's, like, the, the biggest, right? Yeah, 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 so I'm, 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 you know, putting all my hopes and dreams on that kind of boost. Uh, at the same time, you know, being real realistic and grounded um just because it's happened for other people isn't necessarily going to happen for me it's so different you never know so what's i guess like what's your plan b like let's say like this doesn't happen are people still going to have the option to buy this no um no no (laughs) right now uh uh eventually eventually i'll like try and kickstarter again or i'll try to like create some other plan um to, to get it funded but um I mean, if it doesn't get funded right now, the issue two is issue one is completely done, uh, so it won't be printed. But uh, you can buy it off of my Gumroad um, if you don't like supporting Gumroad because they're kind of weird. They had that weird thing a couple months ago. If you remember? No. Uh, just talk to me. Oh, oh yeah. The, 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 the founder kind of had this oh hissy fit. I got remember you. that? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are like, mm, no thanks, Gumroad. But um, I still have mine because you know it's pretty inactive anyways um, <laughs> but yeah it, it, you can buy it off of there if you don't want to support Gumroad you can just talk to me and we can work something out uh, so issue one is will be available if this does not get funded um, digitally at least um, and then yeah it, we'll, we'll see what, what happens uh, I'll, I'll probably try and figure something out where we can you know get issue two made I already invested so much time and energy and money in it so I'm pretty determined to get it made one way yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I have high hopes for you funding. I just, I ask those questions because, you know, sometimes it's nice to know a plan B. Uh, you know, sometimes there, there are things that you have lined up that, you know, maybe you want to get a platform to t- talk about. Uh, so yeah, I just t- try to ask that just in case there is something. Um, but I have high hopes. Once again, guys, if you are watching, uh, if you back the digital uh, and you get both uh, at 16, or it was 14, right? Um, I, I, I will throw you the extra, uh, I think it's like 20, 26, uh, if my math's right. It's one of those, 16 or 26. I'm gonna throw you the extra to make it physical. So do that, that's gonna be up for uh, today. Um, so all the way up until midnight, we have Strider Nolan in the chat, rerun issue uh, two campaign. Yeah, you could do that as well. Like relaunch the, uh, the Kickstarter for uh, issue two if that does flop. Um, but we got high hopes for it, Strider. We got high hopes, we're gonna get this funded. Come on, man. Get, get the digital bottle. I'm going to up it up to the physical. We're going to make this happen for Matt. Matt, thank you so much for sticking around. With all the technical issues, I had an idiot, uh, idiot error myself. Um, and uh, Fitting. It yeah, was yeah. fitting for the theme. We had a lot. Yeah, nice segue to jump into. <laughs> but guys, it's a beautiful day out, so we are going to be taking it off with our families and enjoying it. I hope you guys have an awesome Sunday, but most importantly, keep it geekly.